Hello again. We have an interest in you and your business. So we're running these business lunchtime talks to see how together we can put the Bible back into business. My name is Trevor Boyd. I'm the minister here in First of Fryland Presbyterian Church. And you can find out more about us by visiting our YouTube channel. You can click down on the subscribe button to stay in touch and to get our weekly updates. Today, as we come, we're studying and thinking about the leadership of a young man called Daniel. And our theme for this week is Daniel graduates. And we're going to read from Daniel chapter 1, the last remaining verses, 17 to 21. And there we're going to see that Daniel and his friends, they have completed their studies and they're now before the king seeking his approval as they want to graduate. So let's hear what the Bible says. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. At the end of the time set by the king to bring them into a service, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with him, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. And Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. These verses that we have read together here at the end of chapter 1, they are a summary of three years of hard study, human contribution and the result of God's blessing upon the four faithful young men, divine contribution. We see together how human contribution and divine contribution came together to provide this complete package. The young men at the stage, they were probably around 20 years plus, and now they had knowledge, they had skill, they had intelligence, and a thorough understanding of the Chaldean way of life and the culture surrounding it. They also had insight into its true meaning. They could understand what was going on. They could read between the lines. Every business, well, it also has a culture. It has a way of doing things. And businesses want their employees to buy into that so that everyone is going in the same direction. Everyone knows what's expected of them. Uh, I checked out uh, the Amazon mission statement uh, and it reads, to be Earth's a most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they want to buy online and endeavours to offer its customers the lowest possible prices. So here we have Amazon and they've made it clear to their customers and to those who work for them what their aspiration is, what they're part of. These young men, well they had to buy in to the culture of the Babylonian Empire. They had to understand 
what they were part of. It would be essential for them going forward to be fully competent so that they could deal with whatever issues they had to deal with, whatever things arose, whatever problems uh, that they had to make decisions about. They would need a thorough understanding of the culture uh, and as we go back uh, into uh, that era, uh, culture, work, career, life uh, uh, and religion were, were all uh, bound up uh, together. So they had to understand all of these things to be able to understand what was going on as people brought them issues to deal with uh, in their future roles. God provided them with understanding so that they not only could understand but they could discern between what was true and what was false. They not only had knowledge but importantly that they had discernment. They had the knowledge and they knew how to put it to good use. Sometimes we, we can talk about people and I'm sure uh, you have examples that you can think of. Pe people you would say that they have loads of brains but you know what? They have no common sense. That They know what it is in their head but they just can't get it into action. They can't get it to work out in practice. They, they have good brains but they have no common sense. These four uh, young men they have brains uh, and they know how to use them. They know how to put things into action. And people like that, as you well know, they're a great asset to any business, to any company or any management team. If you have good people with great minds uh, and the ability and the common sense to be able to put what they know in their heads into practice. Daniel needed to be deeply versed in Chaldean wisdom, just as Joseph that we've studied and just as another man called Moses before him, they had wisdom about how Egypt uh, operated. Uh, and this helped them whenever they were in government or management or leadership in a foreign culture. Although all these four youths, they shared in an intelligent understanding of the literature of the Chaldeans. They were able to separate um, the truth and what was not true or truth and false things. Only Daniel, out of them all, had understanding in all visions and dreams. Daniel had this extra string to his bow which added value. It was something extra that he could bring uh, to the table. And all of these things, no doubt, they helped to put him in a strong position as far as his career was concerned. In verse 18, we have a, a brief uh, account relating to the conclusion of uh, the period of study and training. There was an oral examination uh, conducted by King Nebuchadnezzar. Maybe if some of you have uh, studied languages um, at school or university, you know then you've had to go for an oral examination where someone comes in and talks to you in that language. Maybe for uh, an interview, most likely indeed for an interview, you have sat down and you've had a conversation. Uh, you've 
had someone interact with you. Well, here Nebuchadnezzar sits down uh, before the candidate and they have uh, an oral interaction. They have an interview. And apparently uh, all of the young men in training, they were tested in this way. But Daniel and his friends, well, they stood out as being the cream of the crop. They stood out uh, as being the best of their year group. Not only were they intelligent, uh, but they were also able uh, to carry themselves. They, they had a good personality to go with their, their, with their intellect. They, they weren't, you know, those sorts of people you would call smart Alex or show-offs um, because they were smarter. No, they, they were down-to-earth young men who were honest, who were hard-working, and also had people skills. And that becomes a, a very powerful a combination. Whenever you've got uh, head knowledge, whenever you've then got the common sense to put it into place, and alongside that, you've got the interpersonal skills of being able to communicate and work with people. The king interviewed them with questions, and that qu the questions were in a wide range of things, uh, on literature and on the various topics of learning. And this allowed the king bear this in mind now, uh, especially if you're in management or if, uh, if you're appointing people or interviewing people, uh, this allowed the king to be able to form an opinion of each person that he interviewed. He was able to, to assess their, their personality, their ability. He, he was also able to assess their capacity for work. And all of the time in the back of his head, the cogs were clicking away and the king was thinking to himself, well, which government department, which part of my administration is this person best suited for? This process demonstrates to us that the king was no dozer. He was a man of learning. He had a bit of wit, a good sense, as well as prudence. He was a good manager in that he was seeking to put round pegs in round holes. And all of us, I'm sure, are well familiar with that practice, that uh, if we have the right people in the right position, then we'll not just get 100%, we'll get more than that. Because people will feel so in love with their role, that they'll feel so content that they'll want to perform uh, beyond what they would normally give. So it's finding the right people for the right position and the king was conscious of that uh, and that's good practice for all of us to think about making sure we have the right people in the right places and then we'll get wonderful results. The king allowed these four young men that he was interviewing, he allowed them to graduate with flying colours and just like every new graduate they were excited, they were excited to hear the news you're hired rather than the now famous words of Lord Sugar, you're fired. Um, so th th there was great relief, just as there's great relief uh, for any applicant when the Human Resources Department of the desired company calls and informs you that you've been selected for the position to which you applied. And then that big megawatt smile uh, just spreads across your face. 
we've talked about the human contribution. There was also the divine contribution and God and his wisdom. He wanted to place people like Daniel and his friends at the heart of the world's most uh, powerful government at that point in time. God has a purpose and plan uh, that includes Christian people at the heart of government. It includes Christian people at the heart of business, whether large or small. Like Joseph, Daniel had to live in an atmosphere where stress was placed upon dreams. So like Joseph, Daniel was given the power to understand and interpret the meaning of dreams. And as with Joseph, this ability, well, it helped to elevate Daniel to the highest corridors of power uh, within the Babylonian kingdom. One minute, Daniel has been awarded the job. And the next, as we read in verse 21, Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. Now, as we read that, that probably doesn't make much difference. It's, an, it's the name of a king. But what it reflected was that Daniel lived in this Babylonian empire through a lot of years. And during that time and during his employment and his position in government, he saw a lot of kings come and go. King Cyrus was the last king then that he served under. And during that time of employment, Daniel faced many challenges. And just like any businesses, there are those who are prepared to spend their whole career in the one company with the one firm. While others feel that they're better served in their career by moving about quite quickly. And sometimes um, you, you can't keep up with individuals that they move from one job to the other so quickly. But Daniel, Daniel stayed in the one place uh, and others move about. And I suppose it's whatever works for you. It's whatever allows you to be satisfied and to have that sense of accomplishment. It's where you feel happy and it's the shape that your career takes. But as we reflect upon Daniel, we can see that he was intelligent. He worked hard to get his degree. He then had the common sense to put into place, into practice. He then had the ability, the personality, the interpersonal skills to work with others. And he then served with integrity. Uh, the king who was his manager was his boss. So there are some things that we can work on as we seek to put the Bible back into business. So thanks again for your time this week uh, and we'll see you in the same place uh, at the same time next week uh, as we think more about Daniel and his leadership skills. Take care. Bye bye.